Duncan. What a pleasure to see you. Richie, can I have a word with you, please? Uh, thanks, Mac. I'm fine right here. He's jealous. Richie, I've been wrong about a lot of things in my life, but this isn't one of them. You have to believe me. Mac, you're not my father. No, I'm your friend. Well, then do me a favor, friend, and go away. What, and watch her kill you? Because that's what she'll do when you try to leave her. Mac, that's not gonna happen. What, you leaving her or her trying to kill you? Neither. She did it to me. She's disturbed. You'd see that if you just opened your eyes. Mac, there you go again, telling me what I know. You know, I think this is because she wants me and not you. Then you're a fool, aren't you? Okay. You're on your own. million dollars oh my god you go girl <laughs> welcome to highlander rewatch the podcast for each and every week we revisit the highlander franchise and talk about it in detail i'm one of your rewatchers i'm keith this is kyle this is amen that was a interesting line reading you chose now and you made some strong choices on that one you go do you girl wanna, do you want to try it again no or do we can all do it give we'll us look. your best you go girl kyle yeah. you go girl <laughs> <laughs> you go girl all right oh i like that you go girl all right, we're really <laughs> we're really going now. Yeah, you go like that girl. You go girl like a like that seems like a film director who we've forgotten about. Hugo girl, <laughs> yeah. good old the German scene of Hugo girl. <laughs> what a hump! <laughs> what a hump! Thanks for joining us this week, ladies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, we're talking about chivalry. That's chivalry. right. This week we're going to be talking about season four, episode ten, chivalry. This is just an episode of Mac opening doors for women for forty-five minutes, <laughs> and then Mythos cheeses them for it. That's, that's right. That's the whole yeah. episode, <laughs> guys. I've heard this, and maybe this is a hot take, but I hear that chivalry is dead. Well, it's back to life in this episode. <laughs> oh boy, baby. Okay, so this week we're talking <laughs> about chivalry, which was first aired November twenty-seventh. 1995. This was directed by Paolo Barsman. He's back. He's back, baby. Uh, the last uh, we saw from him was Take Back the Night and Starcrossed. Take Back the Night. From last season. So they this is his first uh, season four one. No one does. <laughs> take Back the Night. <laughs> I own the night. You're just trying to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, he only has two Highlander episodes left after this, so... Aww. We're almost done. Tell me, Paolo, do you feel chivalrous? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the writers of this episode. Ooh, there's two. With writing this good, <laughs> it can't take just one. Michael. Michael O'Mahony. <laughs> there it is. Sorry, I'm sorry. What's his name? Michael O'Mahony. 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 Is that where the wind comes right behind the rain? That's right. That's when, that's, that's an a, Oklahoma joke. Seriously, the name O'Mahony is like people got together and tried to have a competition to come up with the most Irish-sounding yeah, yeah. name. What's up, Mahonies? <laughs> oh, who's that over there? Oh, Mahonies. <laughs> one for me, one for my O'Mahonies. <laughs> Very good. And it was also written by Sasha Rhines. Baron Cohen. <laughs> yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. He fucking tricked the Highlander staff. Into <laughs> thinking he was a writer. Right. When really, in 1993... I was going to say he was a child. He wasn't a child, but he was a twerp, I'm sure. 
my wife. Uh, so anyway, Michael uh, wrote one episode of Heathcliff. More. A, a bunch of Inspector Gadget. Yes, he's always on duty. duty. <laughs> Another episode, or one episode of Dino Saucers. Uh, oh, yeah. What was the uh, theme song for that? Dino Saucers. <laughs> that was like a different falsetto version the last time. Keith kicked me in the nuts before the episode started. He also wrote episodes of Double Dragons and Street Sharks. I forgot that was a Double Dragon TV show. Yeah. It's very bad. Really? That's a shocker. Billy and Jimmy Lee. But this is his first of... So he's a cartoon writer, mostly. But his first of six... Highlander episodes. That's a lot of Highlander episodes. Yes. Uh, And he wrote an episode of Captain Planet. Oh, here's a hero. He's going to take pollution. Down to... Where? Where's he going to take it? Down. To Georgia? (laughs) (laughs) Down to Georgia. Captain Planet went down to Georgia. He was looking for... Nope. (laughs) That was a hard way out. Yeah. Uh, He hasn't really done anything since 1999. Once you've written Captain Planet... I yeah. guess Where so. do you go from there? And then as far as Sasha goes, my guess is it's his wife, mm. and all she's written are these six episodes of Highlander. Interesting. So my guess is she was like his co-writer for this stuff. Well, obviously he was co-writer for this stuff. But uh, yeah, there we go. Interesting. Sasha and Michael. Michael. This episode guest stars Peter Wingfield. He's back. That's right. Me thoughts? <laughs> his first episode since uh, Finale Part 2. Uh, so I looked him up on IMDb. Obviously, he's now a doctor, but I don't know if you guys remember last time we talked about him. We mentioned that he's in this like little indie movie called Jumping the Gun. Uh, we did talk about which that. seems like a spoofy sort of like movie about like trying to get jump or, like jump rope into the Olympics. Hmm. Fair enough. Right. Uh, it's now in post production, and there is a trailer for it. Oh, and so oh. check out Jumping the Gun on IMDb. Keith, uh, did this episode also star Emmanuel Vaugier? It did. So she plays Maria. Algabar. And this is her second. That's I'm... her way. Algabar? Alcabar? Akbar? Alcabar. <laughs> Alcabar. <laughs> she was in Two and a Half Men. That's right. I had that written down too. Which of the men was she? She was uh, the half. <laughs> but she's been in like a ton of TV and movies, like lots of guest spots on stuff. Your guys' beloved Smallville. I saw that and didn't even write it down. I was like, eh. How about that? She was in so much stuff. Beverly Hendry. So, Eamon, tell us about Beverly. Dr. Uh, Beverly. I just wrote that she was also in Deadly Medicine as Louise. This isn't the villain, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ann Turkle was the villain, played Christine. That's right. She was on the RoboCop TV show. Wow. Oh, nice. She was and the RoboCop. Still stalking. Right? Yeah, she was RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> she was Murphy. <laughs> Friends call me Murphy. You call me. Ann Turkle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so tell us about Ann Turkle. Uh, is, that, is she really the Studs Turkle? Yeah, she's Studs Turkle's uh That's not a name daughter. I made up. <laughs> yeah, he's a writer, right? Yes. He's a and writer, co- right? And co- he's got a great kooky-looking like overall appearance and personality. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he's featured prominently in all the Ken's Burns baseball documentaries. Oh, anyway. that's huh. cool. Yeah, all I have on her is she was in RoboCop TV, Stilk Stockings, and Knight Rider. And apparently she was married to Richard Harris. Yes, she was. Isn't that interesting? That's pretty nuts. Dumbledore. The Dumbledore. For some of you. Dumbledore the nearly dead. But she was like a model person in like the 60s, I guess. Like an upstanding person that you wanted to be like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like a real model. A model citizen. (laughs) All right, so shall we jump into the IMDb episode description? Let's do it. it. Richie accompanies a friend to a meeting with Kristen, an immortal who owns a modeling company. While there, Kristen seduces Richie. Duncan 
uh, who had a fling with Kristen when a fling when he was younger, warns Richie of her mental instability. <laughs> <laughs> but Richie won't listen. And Mythos questions if Duncan can take her head should the need arise due to Duncan's sense of chivalry. Interesting. All right, that wasn't too bad. No, nah. YouTube is just immortal. Kristen is sharing her bed with Richie, but she has a dark past with Duncan. It's actually there. Uh, it's a bed share program. <laughs> it's like two people, surfing. so you don't have to buy too many beds. Too many beds. Too many beds. So this episode starts with a flashback. We don't get much of this, do we? I know. No, right? I like it though. Yeah. So we open in Normandy, sixteen fifty nine. That's right. Up top, sixteen fifty nine. A carriage is being waylaid by bandits. So there's like a little chase going mm-hmm. on here, and Mac hears what's going on and gets in hot pursuit. He and they're like, surrender or die! They're yelling <laughs> after the carriage. And at one point, one of them just like blows the driver away with a... Mm-hmm. I, I have to imagine a difficult-to-make shot. Yeah, the bullet like swerves around <laughs> the, the coach. This guy's apparently bullseye. Yeah. Or dead shot. Or He's... how many other character book, comic book characters with perfect name are they? Oh, are yeah. there? Domino. Domino. <laughs> Who else we got? Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And then Mac shows up to, to stop this and realizes that he's getting the immortal buzz when right. he gets very close. And the camera like zooms in on the coach to illustrate that they're in the coach. That's right. Yes. It's and not so one of the bandits. Mac, I like this scene. I think this is really fun. Like Mac is yeah. warding off these two bandits. And I think like the sword play Mac here is gets really shot fun. by one of them. Yeah, he yeah. gets shot in the chest. Yeah, like <laughs> and just, it just hops up. He's like, "Oh god. Oh boy. It's a pretty quick heal for for this one all things considered." And it, but somehow Mac like gets the drop on them first. Like he's able to before this guy shoots him, he's able to jump off of his horse to tackle the other guy off his horse, and then the guy gets up and shoots him. It's like, how did you pull that maneuver off? Yeah. I like that he's yelling at the cab- the cabbage. He's yelling, yeah. he's yelling at the cabbage. He's like, turn into crowd already. I, I should puree you for a coleslaw. He's yelling at the carriage, being like, you can come out and help now. Yeah. Uh, and of course, they don't. So eventually, when he dispatches these crooks. He's, he's injured fighting the both of them. Right. He approaches the carriage, and uh, a sword is stuck in his face to his neck. And he's like, "Are you going to? Are you going to kill me?" And he's like, "Fuck!" And she's like, "If I did that, I couldn't do this." And then they and just start making out. Yep. Yeah. And Max like into it. He's like, "Oh, okay." And he's still yeah. like coughing up blood because he's been shot in the chest. Yeah, yeah so, he must have so. a bloody mouth. <laughs> yeah. Also, and also, Peter and the wolf is playing. By the way. Oh, I didn't notice that. So it's like very it's playful. A, it's like a clarinet. It's like who doesn't want to fuck to a clarinet sound? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I know one person that does. Yeah, Woody Allen. <laughs> also, with this music and the whole like the way this is all set up, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like a funny episode. Nope. Yeah. No, not a funny nope. Episode. The episode takes a stark like left turn. Turn after at this. Some point. No, yeah. no, like right after this. <laughs> it immediately like. Starts to get very serious after this, I tend to think. Yeah, so that's our cold open. Because even, like... We had, like, the bath part. That's funny. All right, the bath part is funny. Yeah. Duncan in the bath. Oh, bath. I'm like, who's Beth? The bath part, yeah. (laughs) 
I had to whisper that because I'm like, I don't want to be embarrassed, guys. Who's Beth? But, Jesus. <laughs> Who's Beth? Yeah, so then we get ourselves some credits. That's right. So we start the episode proper. We're at Mac's new digs, and he's fixing the doors and shit. He also says he thinks it'll be done in three weeks' time. I was like, mm-hmm. so I made a note of that. I so still have like, to put it in the kitchen cabinets. <laughs> so we got to keep track and see when this house gets done. Did he damage the house more when he quickened it? You know he it did. Float up in and the he air. Murdered and it float up in the air. Yeah, and the dogs. <laughs> They need to clean out dog corpse. <laughs> they need to go find replacement dogs to get yeah. them back. Did the window shatter when the house unquickened onto the ground? Unquickened. I'd imagine. No, but there's just like really subtle structural damage that will yeah. be revealed in like 10 years. <laughs> the foundations on this. <laughs> How do they do these scenes? Did like somebody just have a house that they were like, you can fuck around in this house? I mean, it seems like it's an old beat-up house. They probably they might have bought it or leased yeah. it for cheap. They I'm might have even wondering. agreed to like, hey, let us shoot here. We'll kind of fix it up a little. A little. At least we'll put some paint on it. But we'll take yeah. off a bunch of your doorways so we can fit cameras. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I like this shot of like Richie from above. Yeah. Through this weird. I don't it's know. It's like down off the porch it. or whatever, yeah. and he's like yeah. fixing something on the the foundation of the house. And it's nice too because then he walks around and enters the shot from the other side. Mm-hmm. No, that's nice. It's a little nice filmmaking there from Palo. Palo. But this is like this is actually kind of funny too. So we're still in light territory because Richie's like, hey, like, do immortals get like midlife crises? Crises? Oh yeah, this is kind of funny. Uh, like, oh, like I, I'd like to buy like a Harley or whatever, but I don't know if Harleys will even be around. Like, we're flying cars or whatever. Maybe in the future you'll be racing through the cosmos <laughs> <laughs> instead of racing on the Davidson. Gosh, Mac, you really think the world be that different? Yeah, Richie, read a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, I was a kid. There was, uh, of course, this way to get around was by a horse. And if you wanted to fly, you had to be a bird. bird. And Richie thinks that's the funniest fucking joke (laughs) on the planet. Richie is like, that's a knee slapper, Mac. Mac doesn't trust Richie to hang a door. Which is funny. I trust you with my life. Why? (laughs) (laughs) My life. So that's all very funny. And then Richie's like, actually. I gotta go or whatever. He has to hang out with his foster family. Yeah, his old foster mother and fa- her family. Which you don't see the foster mother ever. And nope. when you first see this woman, I was like, is that his foster mom? What yeah. the fuck is this? At first I was like, I forgot that he said his he family. Says foster mother. I thought he was lying. That's what I thought. I was yeah. like, oh, where's he going that he's like sneaking he's with up? with some girl. Yeah. And also this is this is like his second foster mother because remember his first one, uh, died on the floor of mr stubbs candy store oh oh shit yeah that's a good callback emily i remember richie he liked licorice (laughs) a child liked a a very common piece of candy i remember him perfectly assuming he means black licorice Uh, i think a lot of will then that you would remember yeah it's little twerp like black licorice. <laughs> this little kid's like an eighty-year-old man at heart. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut now to the Kristen Agency. I don't know whatever we want to call this place. The this is the modeling agency where, yeah, which is basically what it's called. It's like the Kristen Group and your Kristen girls. And yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck is this? There's a lot of business questions I have about this modeling agency. But Rich is there with Maria. Yeah. Which the- is like his foster sister. Yeah. And she's she's trying to become a model, and she's like auditioning and bringing Richie for moral support. She gets this meeting with Kristen, who's I guess this big famous model modeling, modeling agency. Lady. Like it's it's not like this is not like a clothing company. It's just a modeling agency, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess Kristen and Richie are like eye fucking each other, like mad from like, like their first. <laughs> I, I don't get it, <laughs> <laughs> but there's an instant attraction. 
to both of these people. Also, he gets the buzz. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, she's Chris immortal. immortal. <laughs> and it's the same woman we just saw making out with Mac and the coach. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, I think part of the attraction is that Richie's immortal, right? Sure. Like, I Perhaps. think that's, like, step one. Yeah. That's the first step. I don't understand who takes a meeting with someone with just their friend present. Here's, like, who does yeah. that? What is that? And what kind of meeting even was this? Like, they didn't do anything. She just, like, looked at a couple pictures, which she could have done on her own, and she was like, you got the goods. Yeah. You got the touch. But, well, of course, I, we maybe find out later. Maybe she doesn't have the good. Right. Well, maybe she doesn't care. She just wants to jump Richie's bones. Some of that rich, rich. Yeah. Yeah. Some of Richie's rich. Some, <laughs> some of Richie's rich. <laughs> but in any case, she signs her, like, on the spot. And then bends over her desk just so Richie can, like... Richie, like, ogles her butt. butt. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I meant what I said, that young people always need a mentor. Richie's like, anytime. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Mac is getting his swatch on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's got his Mab paints. It's so many swatches. Like, it is a huge book of swatches. And he's looking at all of them at once. (laughs) There's so many different options, too. Yeah. Like, really? Is that how you do it? It's like the whole rainbow is there. He's like, I don't know which one to pick. I'll take them all. At which point we get like a very intense buzz. Like, this is a real strong, multi-layered one. (laughs) Multi-layered buzz. And who shows up? Mythos? Candy Graham. Candy Graham. That's funny. And so then we also get, they they do a good job, I think, of filling in some backstory here. Like, they let you know through the dialogue, like, hey, are you going by Mythos or Adam Pearson? He's like, Adam Pearson while I'm here. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, so what does the 5,000-year-old immortal want with me? Like, they let you, you know, they fill in all the gaps. Well, exposition. Right. Exactly. But he is actually there to inform him that Kristen is in town. Right, because she's opening up a branch of her modeling agency. Is that... Yeah, that's I what guess. it is. And I was like, I don't know how these modeling agencies work. Like, but yeah. I guess yeah, it has branches. Yes, sure. So. Why not? I guess yeah. Like a beautiful modeling tree. It has beautiful modeling <laughs> branches. But it also doesn't seem like the sort of business where you would need branches. Well, you probably have multiple agents. They have offices, like, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. But this doesn't surprise mm, me. Though you no. probably you probably wouldn't want them all over the place, just in places where there's like modeling centers. Right. Like, you'd probably want one in, like, New York. You'd want one in L.A. Seacouver. Seacouver, yeah. <laughs> you know, the big three. I guess if I'm just, like, if I'm a, I need a model, right? Like, sorry, I, I thought way too much about this. That, like, oh, like, uh, I need somebody to model these pants for me, right? So, mm-hmm. like, where does it matter where the person's from? Like, let's say their office is in Paris. Great. Like, they've got girls in Paris that can wear jeans, right? So get me a picture of a girl in the jeans from Paris. Like, why do I need to, like, I don't know. This seems like it could be done. Well, by that logic, you'd need to call the agency in the town where you are. Wait, what? You say, I need someone to wear jeans in Paris. I'll call someone in Paris who can wear jeans. No, no, no not in Paris. I need somebody to wear jeans. So I'll, and I, I know I want, like, a certain caliber of model or whatever. So I want to go with Kristen. Her office is in Paris. I'll call him up. But then are you going to pay to fly him in, put him up overnight, do the whole shit? Oh, I guess I just, I'm thinking that you don't even fly him anywhere. They'll do the shoot over there. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know anything about modeling as a, you know, (laughs) despite being as attractive as I am, I surprisingly don't know as much about the modeling world as you think. That's very surprising. (sighs) That's the surprising thing about this podcast. (laughs) It's a visual medium. That's right. (laughs) For sure, Keith would fill in these blanks that I had about this office i'm filling in most of the blanks in my clothes right now with pockets of fat (laughs) (laughs) that was an odd sentence but i liked it mythos Uh, thinks the paint samples are origami right (laughs) and he wants a beer so mythos is concerned that mac isn't over Kristen, and he's kind of like 
are you okay? Like, she's in town. And he's like, I'm completely over it. It's history. Right. Blah, blah, blah. So then we get a flashback to the Macbeth. So Mac Macbeth. Is Macbeth. Macbeth, <laughs> yeah. Mac is oddly <laughs> modest here. Yeah. Important question. Have they fucked at this point or not? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Because yeah. she comes in to, like, deliver him clothes. And he's, like, all freaked out about mm-hmm. this. About her maybe seeing the twig and berries i don't know yeah this is i think it's more of a branch and berries <laughs> a log and berries log and berries log and berries kenny log kenny log and berries it's heavy it's wood so she has like some new clothes for him and she burned his old clothes <laughs> yeah and then they have this whole funny exchange of like i'll get out and she's like do it yeah <laughs> do it and he's like i will and she's like yes do and eventually please like, do he, like, eventually, I don't know, I was like, calls her bluff, but it wasn't a bluff. He then, like, gets out, and what do we get, Keith? A beautiful booty. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of Mac-ass in this one. Mac-ass. I assume this, would, I assume this is in the France minutes or whatever. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, on the special features, Gillian Horvath was talking about, this is an era, this is, like, post-Andy Sipowitz. Oh, but, this is uh, post-Sipowitz, but? Right. Well, he was the first. Yeah. It's really a trailblazer blazer that. Yep. But I guess uh, she was saying that like everybody was clamoring to get butt on the screen because it was like the new thing you could do on TV was show a butt. And so apparently, let's show that butt. Let's show that butt. And apparently AP was like, show my butt. Right. Like he was the champion of this. Like, yeah. Let's make it happen. But then if it was... all possible, I'd like the silhouette of my balls and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> silhouette and of my balls. Oh, so he has this new like silken outfit that he keeps on like flapping his wings to see the trailing parts of the outfit like flap. <laughs> Yeah. He looks very funny. odd in this outfit. Yeah. I don't know if we ever see him in anything exactly like this before now. Right. And it's like just he's clearly uncomfortable. This is very very foppish. Yeah. He, looks yeah. Like a, and he almost looks like a baby. You know how babies <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You're I know exactly what you, you know, mean. You know what like, I mean? Like yeah. babies in like those little like nightgowns yeah. kind of things. Or they look they like were... ghosts. They look like those paper towel ghosts. <laughs> They have, like, the big head and the trailing thing. (laughs) That is exactly what it's like. But then she gets on her knees. And, Eamon, this fits exactly into your theory from before that there's an element that carries over between every episode. It's that she gives him a hammer jammer. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. She gives him a tug job. Is she tugging him off or is she going in for, like, the... the uh you think there's a finger in the butt no i don't know about that maybe you <laughs> know what's the maybe wait, wait, what, 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 what are you theorizing then does she give him a beach <laughs> no i mean i know she doesn't put her whole head up she's putting her hand up there this is very graphic though yeah it is very graphic and mac is like basically making the face that dan Aykroyd makes in ghostbusters <laughs> yeah the yeah job from the ghost the ghost job I mean, this doesn't seem this does not seem like a gentle tuggy <laughs> no this is not this a is like a rough tuggy. like huh. this, this is, is a chimera. yeah this is this is what they call an assassin cult <laughs> no but this is intense this is a very this episode is also brought to you by wet sounds <laughs> yeah <laughs> like top to bottom it's all wait just, is there a wet sound when she grabs his bingo bangle is what his bing, bingo bangle so Jeez. like it like freezes on his contorted pleasure face and then turns into the image on a, a bottle, bottle cap. cat there's and, and it really hangs out there for yeah. a while <laughs> i was just like i died I was like, this is jarring this? <laughs> i was like what it looks like he's did mac did mac get, yeah frozen in carbonite, carbonite. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it looks like this episode took a turn. I'd love to have that on a bottle cap. Can we get those made? <laughs> Please, let's. What, Max Jizz face? <laughs> if I was Mythos, I wouldn't drink that beer. So then we cut back to the present to continue this sexual romp. 
We cut to the present. We cut to Richie now jizzing. <laughs> this is fucking gross. <laughs> so what's going on here, Eamon? She's like biting all over him and kissing all up nip, and down. Nip him. sucking. And we get more Richie like, oh my God, you're so good. <laughs> this is There's like a porno. like you. This is like Cinemax, baby. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't think this was even possible. <laughs> Richie's having a good time. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Well, yeah. I think we should play this clip of Stan Kirsch talking about this scene. Yes. Because this is pretty fantastic. The first scene that we did, the first morning of the shoot, was the love scene between Aunt Raquel and I. And uh, she was very bold and very brave and just got in there and did it and obviously had been familiar with that kind of filmmaking before and wasn't terribly self-conscious. It was a little even overwhelming for me, but an awful lot of fun. And they... Uh, they asked her to, to do things. I think there was this sequence where she's kissing me and uh, just goes down and down and down and then eventually drifts off camera. And I think a lot of actresses maybe wouldn't have been up for that or would have seen it as inappropriate or whatnot. Um, I mean, I don't think I was wearing anything at the time when we did that. And she said, hey, it's no problem for me, and I didn't care. So she was very bold and brave. So from the get-go, by the time we got to the second scene that we were doing, we were fairly well acquainted. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Also, he's just got his dick out? Like, well, that seems unnecessary. They didn't actually show that much of his, like, nether regions. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, I don't know. Also, did, uh, oh, I'll have to show you guys this later. On the DVD menu for this episode... There is like a still from this episode as like the, the menu. Huh? Is it the butt? No, it's not. It's Richie like fucking her and it's super graphic. I'm like, <laughs> they didn't show that in the episode. Really? Yeah. Wild. Wild stuff. Wild. Wild stuff. Some more hot stuff from Highlander. Wild, oh boy. wild stuff. So it's like a lot. I don't know. But she hits it and quits it. <laughs> yeah, she does. So she's she's got a car picking her up. He explains his relationship to Maria to her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we were just friends from when we were kids or whatever. There seems to be a twinge of, like, her trying to figure out what's going on with them. Right. Suspicious to me. So they cut outside. Richie seems like he lives in a nice part of town. Yeah. He's coming up in the world as a gym manager. Richie heads off, but then Mac and Mythos show up. Yeah, I was surprised Mythos showed up for this one, but... Gotta keep an eye on Mac. He's, like, Mac's little protector. Mac's little protector. Um, so Mac like jumps out of his car and is like banging on her windshield. Yeah, he's very aggro about this whole thing. Uh, and then we get a flashback. This transition's pretty cool. The way they shot it, it's like there's a reflection of mm-hmm. Mac and the the window goes down. But then they took the door like off the car, brought it to the set of the flashback, and had like a cardboard cutout of Mac to mm-hmm. be the reflection, and then had the window go down. Uh, and this is funny. She's like quizzing him on fine wines. And Mac is, like, simultaneously good at it, but uninterested. He gets the wine right, but he's like, I don't care. Right. Because she's, like, trying to, like, remake him into, like, a new man, essentially. Like a a gentleman. Into a gentleman. I thought this was interesting, but, like, incorrectly timed, for lack of a better term. Because, like, it's fun in these flashbacks to, like, see certain aspects of Mac's character and where they came from, if that makes sense at all. Mac specs, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) Because at this point, Mac is still real young. Like he's like he can read, but he's still like that Highland barbarian character. And we know in the future that Mac is like a pretty sophisticated guy. He's very learned. He knows his wines. He'll drink his ten thousand dollar bottles or whatever the fuck he'll do. Lafitte, Quentin Tarantino. So it seems like this might have been where he learned some of that. Right. But we know 
a century from seeing a lot of this stuff that that's not really true. Like he's still kind of his barbarian Mac after this. Yeah. Like this isn't perhaps the lasting impact of it. But he's concerned about not being himself. I'm not some fop. And then wet kissing. Uh, he's oh, like, I can, yeah. I can give you more pleasure. Ugh, more pleasure. Do you uh, find me pleasurable? <laughs> so then we cut to a little bit later. I'm always saying to Keith when, whenever he's upset at me. Oh I'm like, my God. but don't I give you pleasure? Uh, and so we're like on her estate grounds. And I have a note here that this looks like the same set or location that was used in the Sandra Bernhardt episode that comes up later. I can't remember if that's intentional or not, but I'm pretty sure it is. So mm. keep that in mind. And that happens later in this episode as well. But now Kristen is wearing a like Highland outfit. Right. And she has ordered Maxim Highland-esque clothes. And she also hired a portrait artist to come paint a picture of him. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I wanted to remake you in my image, but you've remade me in yours. I'm like, this is it's creepy. Fun. She's like Melissa from that episode with the spiders. Oh, oh yeah. yeah the she is like Melissa. <laughs> Not as pretty as this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fucking episode. But Mac looks very sad. Yeah. Mac's just like not in like I think he's like having that realization of, oh. Yeah, I don't know how to break up, but we gotta break up and I don't know what uh, to I gotta, do. I gotta get out of this one. Yeah, this is so. dark. And she knows something's wrong. So she's like, Well, why don't you sit for the portrait and then we'll figure it out. Right. So we cut back to the present and Kristen and Mac are having it out non sexually. <laughs> yeah. Like she wants him to leave him alone. But Max just like, you're just jealous, you dick. He's a big boy. He wants me. Yeah. He's basically like, stay away from Richie. She's like, or what? You'll kill me? And the security guy is like, over there, he's like, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> he says, you'll kill me. It's like, whoa. That escalated fast. And she accuses him of doing that with all of his ex-lovers. Yeah. And Mythos is not too happy about all this. He's like, round one, Kristen. Round right. one to Kristen. <laughs> Why is it Let's try that again. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Mythos. All right. So now we cut back to the dojo, and I love every minute of this. This is great. This is the high watermark of this episode. So we're getting a Mac exercise mm-hmm. shtick, which we haven't gotten a good one of those in a while. He could do these katas like all day, and I'd be like, awesome. You're fucking cool at this. You're cool at this. <laughs> You're cool at this. You're fucking cool at this, bro. <laughs> Got his samurai sword out. He's in like a full. That's my impression. That's outfit. me at the convention with Adrian Paul. Hey, you're so cool. <laughs> you're so cool, man. <laughs> Can I see your buns again? <laughs> Can I see your buns like in chivalry? Print out one of those pictures to bring it to him for to sign. Can you sign this on the butt? <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on here? If we go to sword experience again, we, we should, should do, do that. He will hate <laughs> us even more. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> That is fine. So he's in his full regalia training with a live blade, not a practice blade. It's alive. It's alive. In comes Mythos. He's like, oh, can I see that? (laughs) And Max like, sure. And then Mythos instantly puts it to his neck and he's like, this ain't no game. Yeah, he like, (laughs) he turns it on and like pins him up against the wall with the blade out. He's Uh, like, oh, you made made your point. It's like, nope, not yet. He's like, this is awesome. He tears into him and is just like, you let her live in the past, like knowing what she was. And eventually she'll keep coming back and you will eventually lose. You might be able to beat her in a fight, but you're so naive. Like, how have you lived this long? Right. You schmuck. And then Max's retort is, I don't know, maybe she'll talk too much. <laughs> and, then Basically, and, he like, and he pushes him over, yeah. which is pretty good. And then they have a sword fight. Like, a pretty good sword fight, actually. It's, like, pretty entertaining. I love the way this is, like, all cut together. Like, they're squaring off, and then there's this cool thing where, like, the camera pans over, and the they have the portrait 
like cut the frame, which mm-hmm. is cool because the portrait's like in the, the dojo, which is cool. There's some yeah. like good filmmaking in this episode. Well, they keep the, the the conceit in this is they will, in a way that's like unreal, like they're not like fading through something. They will take an element from the past or present right. and like just kind of anachronistically place it. Yeah, and then you will use that as the. I think the they're fade super point. effective, as opposed to when they do like the video effect transitions, like where the carpet changes or yeah. something. Like I like when it's just an object. Yeah, like that, and some for some reason it works. Like even if it's something as jarring as like a car door, which obviously isn't in the past, but like you just do it, or this portrait that obviously isn't there, they put it there and then go through it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's cool. So now we're in the past, and Mac is standing very stoically for this painting. Yeah, what do we think of this painting? It's <laughs> awful. It's like it's the bad. ugliest painting yeah. ever. And she's been painting it for weeks. Yeah, it looks like she barely started. And, yeah, like and you know more about this than we do. How long does it take to do a portrait? Uh, and like and also like of that time how much time is the person actually standing there for it you know i don't really know (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't think it would take that long because he's been at it for weeks apparently yeah weeks and kristen's upset because he doesn't look happy make him look happy and the Mm -hmm. painter's like i can't paint what's not there she's like yeah it's something like in his eyes it's sad and it's seen things and she's like well just do what i said right Make him pretty. And then, so it turns out. What the fuck is this? Go ahead. Go ahead. It turns out Mac is in love with this girl. Like, they're Who? in love with each other. It's Who like, just met. What the hell? Like, I guess they've been spending weeks painting. Just looking at each other? Like, it's his this eyes. is weird. Uh, this yeah. is dumb. I guess it's they wanted weird. some way for Mac to want to leave her and some... They need some something for Krista to do. Like, to kill her off, I guess. What I don't shit? like it. This is dumb. This is so dumb and so yeah. jarring. What it should have been is just, they're not in love, but they just have some kind of pleasant interaction. Like, Mac cracks a joke and she laughs, and that's it. And Kristen watches this from a distance. Mac just wants to leave because he wants to leave. Uh. Not because he's in love with, randomly in love with this painter who seems to have nothing in common with. Right. Mac likes then, art. That's why he does swatches. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh <laughs> So then when Mac he's picking wants his to color leave, story, yeah. she's like, well, it's because of this woman, isn't it? And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And yeah. like, if they want her to kill her, fine. But it's like she goes off the deep end because she's assumed that something is going on. Yeah. Sometimes it's also tricky because like Mac seems to be falling in love a lot. <laughs> like yeah. frequently. Her, him and Vashti. Now it's this painter. I mean, I guess he kind of loved. I don't know if he loved, but him and Kristen were like, I don't know. He seems to be having a lot of flings. Yeah, well, it's like, he says like he doesn't love Kristen, right. but he apparently loves this painter, right? For Which is why. nuts. <laughs> it's, just, it's just nuts. And it like, makes no sense. Don't be shitty, Mac. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, like, does he kind of cheat on this woman with the painter? Because they make out in that garden before they broke up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe don't get your portrait painted. <laughs> Maybe, is, that a, is that a euphemism? Maybe cut things off before yeah. that. Don't get your portrait painted. Yeah. Yeah. She did stuff he didn't even know about. She painted his portrait. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, the way she blended colors together. Yeah. Oh, you don't even want to know what that is. Linseed oil all over the place. <laughs> so we cut to a little bit later, and Mac and Kristen are breaking up. You know, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Yeah. This is basically his thing. And she's like, it's that painter, isn't it? Apparently the answer is yes, for some reason. Yeah. It is, in fact, that painter. And she's, like, bonkers. She's like, she manipulated you, and this has been her plan the whole time. Like, mm. So it's not just that she's just jealous, but she's got, like, conspiracy she's theories. She's delusion. Yeah, it's really This nuts. is a deep state conspiracy to deprive me you of You can't my... love her. You told me you loved me. 
Oh, so maybe Mac did say he loved her. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, Mac turns his back on her, and he then does, he does tell Kristen that he loves the painter. Right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Which is like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I love this woman that's been staring at me. That's like when <laughs> you like you go to the a coffee shop and like think the barista is into you. Right? It's like no. They're they're just paid to be nice to you yeah. at the coffee shop. Yeah, that's literally you, their job. Because you tip them. Yep. Do you tip a portrait painter? <laughs> well, Mac tips are yeah, obviously they get, but just the tips. Are, they get twenty yeah. percent based on the likeness. <laughs> so Kristen goes bananas and is trying to kill Mac. She like tries to stab him, and he like dodges and like she shatters a mirror. And, yeah. Right, and he eventually like throws her down and he lets her live or whatever. But he's like, we're done. And so then she. Has, I guess, the portrait in her bedroom. So I guess it's done now. Is that the idea? I guess. I guess it's yeah. all finished. For some reason, like Matt promised to stay to have his portrait painted, and yeah. now it's done, so I'll leave. Right. This I, part is cool. I love it. So she stabs. Not that scene, the stabbing of the painting. The, yeah. She yeah. stabs okay. the that painting. Scene dumb. Yeah. No, yeah. That scene oh, is dumb. dumb. Yeah. Uh, she stabs the painting, and it looks like I had to like slow it up on the, the video. Like It looks like they had her stab the painting, but then they mm. also had Mythos stab the painting. Like mm. You can see like Mythos' sweater. His mm-hmm. arm go through the painting. But then this is all like cut right back into the fight. And it's like a fast and furious fight. Like the pacing of this is fantastic. Like yes. great energy. This is cool. This is a really solid fight. They both seem really good at what they're doing. Yeah. But one is more gooder than the other That's one. That's true. Mac disarms him and yeah. like gets right up in his neck with that sword. Like yep. he's clearly unhappy about the way uh, Mythos chose to present this point. And then Richie comes in and is like, hey, Mac, I got to tell you about this new girl I'm hanging out with. <laughs> also, like, how about this? Fake, right? Richie meeting uh, Mythos. Yeah. yeah this is that's fun. pretty cool. Yeah. He meets him as Adam Pearson. Right. Yeah. Isn't his introduction cut off? I'm pretty sure Mac goes to introduce him and yeah. Mythos jumps in and says, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. this is, oh, I'm Adam Pearson. Yeah. Right. That's cut short by uh, <laughs> Richie having to immediately tell Mac about this hot chick. Well, it's funny. He's like, I'm, I'm banging Kristen or whatever, or I'm dating Kristen, whatever he says. And Mac's like, oh, yeah, I know her. And Richie, I love that Richie, like, instantly knows what that means. He's mm-hmm. like, you, you know her? What do you mean? How do you know her? Like, he knows instantly. Like, if Mac says he knows a lady, uh-oh. Yeah, Mac does not have female friends. <laughs> Which is funny, because he asked this woman to be his friend. Well, actually, it's his very special lady, I think he says <laughs> in the next scene. So he cut upstairs, and... I guess Mac has already told Richie, like, what the deal is. And Richie's like, no, she's a real no, special he lady. He says that he's told her. As we come to find out later, he leaves out material details. Oh, yeah. Because that's what Mac does for fucking story sake. Yeah, for <laughs> no something. <good> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the well, series like, me. no, we're, we're for real. We're good. You it's going down for real. Just suck. <laughs> and again, Richie has met her for one day and had sex a bunch. Like but three days. For three days? I thought they said it's been a couple of days. Oh, okay. Well, Richie's head over heels. So Mac wants Richie to trust him, and Richie is just like, you're annoying. You always think you know everything. Right. It's a very father-son sort of thing. Yeah. This is back to, like, season one territory. Yeah. yeah. I told you so. And Mythos is like, hey, you got to let him make neural mistakes. And so it's a little yeah. conflict there. In places he didn't even know he had. There you go, you're getting there. No, it's still really bad. I gotta <laughs> workshop this a little bit. But. So then we cut to the photo shoot. Oh yeah. All right. What are they what wearing? What are they wearing? <laughs> They're in the like, are they like in a music video for like it's raining men? Yeah. <laughs> They're in see-through raincoats. Oh and bikinis. Awful. Yeah. And, and the, see-through umbrellas. And yeah. it's raining out. Everything's see-through. <laughs> Everything's see-through. 
And Kristen is like, yeah, catch him like this. Do him like that. And <laughs> yeah, Max just like, shows up to the photo shoot. He's like, I know we just had this conversation, but we're going to just have it again. Yep. <laughs> That's the clip at the top of the episode. Yeah, so Richie and, and Kristen are, like, macking it. And then they're macking it even more because Max shows up. <laughs> Kristen's being really catty. And she kind of throws Mac under the bus. She's like, oh, he was too young, so I had to let him go. Right, yeah. So she twists the whole story. It. And then Mac is like, you got to trust me. She's I'm no your good. Friend. Yeah. Bros before hoes. <laughs> yeah. All right, friend, then leave Basically, me alone. Basically, yeah. 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 And then she, he, Richie goes, we get more wet sounds. Yeah. Isn't that uh, a really famous like Beach Boys album? Yeah, yeah wet sounds. Wet sounds. <laughs> <laughs> They're acting like high school students. Or or younger. (laughs) Yeah, really. Even the way it's like shot feels like if this took place against a locker in a high school hall, I'd be like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. This is actually just all Degrassi. (laughs) Then uh, Drake shows up in a wheelchair. That's how this ends, right? Yeah. Neil Degrassi Tyson. (laughs) Yep. So they're there painting and Mythos is like, oh, what did you expect? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, maybe you should tell her the rest of the story. And I was just like, you what gotta be fuck? fucking kidding me. How did you not, how did you bury the lead on this? There's more to the story. Oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> she murdered the current girlfriend that I had. Uh, I didn't think it was worth mentioning, but uh, yeah, she also tried to kill me. Uh, again, another thing I didn't really feel like mentioning, but she's a bitch, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, what the f- what is this, man? It's insane. What did he say to Richie? Nothing. Yeah, good apparently. point that, like, she was. He was if he left out this stuff, the only thing he could say was, she was very upset when I wanted to leave her and tried to kill me. He could have said that and stopped there. <laughs> well, yeah. but he didn't say she tried to kill me. I think he did. Oh, really? Oh. I thought so. Okay. Yeah, I think he did. But he did not mention he she killed the other person. Yes. No. All right. Which is nuts. <laughs> yes, it is absolutely That's a nuts. big part of it. <laughs> and what for what reason to leave that off? Like, he didn't need to hear that. Yeah. Oh, that would make her look bad. <laughs> Another interesting thing is they say that it's like, this must be like what having kids is like. Oh, that you have to watch them make all the same mistakes you did. Go watch them make all the same mistakes you did. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, you know when your kids have sex with that person that you, yeah. that you also had sex this with? Must be <laughs> <laughs> my son had sex with <laughs> my ex-girlfriend. Fuck. <laughs> that old parenting chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> this is the scene where it made me wonder, like, what is this set that they're letting them paint? I mean, I think it's just an to old me, house. this is nuts. I don't know. <laughs> That's the like, crazy thing. Yeah. No, what's nuts is when this flashback, this little sequence ends, that Adrian Paul... Paints his oh, nose. Yeah. He's like, boop. I thought that was funny. Boop. It was funny. <laughs> it's very playful and definitely the start of some fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. Mythos says, you know. R- Mythos is, Richie's having fun. Why shouldn't we? Yeah. I haven't made it to 5,000 years old by caring about somebody else. And then Max says, oh, well, you could have fooled me. I think that's a good line. This is actually a very good conversation because, yeah, we, let's let's dive a little. I think we've left out some details. So in the, in the little flashback. We now get a flashback. Maria drowned. Yes. Right. And so that's what Kristen did. And then Matt goes to confront her. Right. And she's like, if you think I'm such a monster, then you should just kill me. Yeah. Like, she doesn't, like, defend herself per se, but she's, like, being really manipulative. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so then we're back in the present, and this conversation continues with Mythos and Duncan. Then we get this. This is where the chivalry comes mm-hmm. from, where Mythos is like, I don't live by this bizarre, outdated code you live by. Uh, that was, like, cool when you were yeah, young. Right. Like, you which live is by a code of honor that was trendy when you were a kid. 
Yeah, he's like, you embrace it as like a lifestyle or whatever. Uh, mm. Just a good line. But uh, yeah, so they get into this kind of like sexism thing, which is it's interesting. Like, if this was a if this was a dude immortal, you would have axed her hundreds of years ago. Yep. Mm, food for thought. And then Mac paints his nose. And then Mac yeah. paints his nose, real chivalrously. <laughs> <laughs> This is a this is a good little good little sequence Ah. with them. Yeah, this is like an interesting point. And Mythos has all the best lines. Yeah, always. He's great in this. They really do let him sing. Frankly, he's the only part of this episode I like. Oh boy, carving that out right now. Yeah, hands down. Hey. Eamon. Yes. You're a highly talented, skilled artist. Do you have anything out there that uh, showcases your dope work? Well, I do, Kyle. Funny you should ask. I it have... is funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's treat this as funny as it is. You can give us... <laughs> what can we get? hey you can get a set of five Highlander character magnets. Five? Are there even five characters in Highlander? <laughs> There is. I was as surprised as you. So we have our Duncan McLeod. Ooh, he's the hero. We have Amanda. Oh, she's the hero. We Hi. have Joe. Not quite the hero, but all right. He's one of them. Jo- he's the great, though. I'm a watcher. We have <laughs> Mythos. Oh, sometimes like friends, enemy. sometimes enemy. Yeah, he's a little trickster like Loki from the Avengers movies. And we recycle a character, Duncan McLeod. <laughs> recycle a character. But he's a flashback Scottish Duncan. Ooh, when he's like all barbarian fine. He's all barbarian up. Does he like use his rage? He does. When he like rages, does he get like plus two to attack rolls and mm-hmm. like damage sure. resistance to bludgeoning attacks or something? That's right. These are D&D fifth edition jokes uh, that have nothing to do with our magnets. But where can we find these edition. things? Fifth edition. Yeah, you better believe there's a fifth edition. Five magnets. Yeah, That's one right. for each, one edition for each magnet. That's right. You can find these magnets on Etsy by searching Highlander Rewatch or we have a store on our Facebook page. Oh, is that what happens when you push that shop now button? That is. That makes a lot of sense. That's so convenient. And these five magnets are only $15 for the whole kit and caboodle. Whoa, Eamon, as an artist, like, if you were going somewhere and just, like, buying, like, one print, mm-hmm. how much would that cost? That would be, like, $15 at minimum. Oh, and you're getting five separate things and they're fully functional as magnets? That's right. That's nuts. What kind of value is that? And where do the proceeds for this whole thing go? Like, surely, like, to build your art empire or something. This supports this very podcast oh, that you're this, listening to. This very one? Right dear now. Boy? This very one, my dear boy. That's incredible so if i'm a huge highlander fan and i've just been like enjoying our free content for mm-hmm. like the three years we've been doing this thing mm-hmm. i can buy these magnets to support it that's right oh i should probably stop being a freeloader and do that do it today now we cut to the marina why are they meeting here <laughs> They need somewhere interesting to <laughs> like film. On a so fucking just dock. Meet on a dock to talk about modeling. Oh, I have to tell you about my deal. Meet me on like an abandoned dock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let's board a ghost ship. So you yeah. can tell me about this. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. what's the big news here? So she got contracted by this jeans company where they want to give her half a million dollars. Which what? But go on and fly her out to I forget where Martinique. 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 Yeah. But they don't work with the Kristen a- with Kristen's agency, so right. she need to be. But or it's an exclusive deal, so she needs to be released from the contract. Right. So Richie's like, "Oh, I'll be fine. I'll take care of it." Richie is fully confident that he can get her out of this contract. Right. 
So we cut that night. They're about to go out to dinner. Kristen and Richie are talking in her office. And He's like, Richie's explaining it pretty level-headedly. He's like, yeah, like, you don't even have work for her right now. No big deal. Like, why don't she, she'll go and do that. Maybe you guys split the commission, which is a pretty good deal, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm not sure what commission he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, good if point. Or does it just mean million. the full pay? Yeah, I don't know. Which is in a shit ton of money. Yeah, or like their agency business model is probably to get a cut of what all the models get. Maybe right, it's right. Like, oh, we'll give you a cut anyway. Yeah. Just let her do it. Kristen will not budge. Right. People don't leave me. Yeah, she says, people don't leave me. Ooh. That's a little on the nose. Yeah, exactly. A little too on the nose. Yeah. But she's a Kristen girl. So. And, and she keeps saying over and over again, and I hate it. Yeah. She's a Kristen girl. And she also like throws it in Richie's face like, you owe me, which yeah. is very similar what? to what. What does that mean? What does is, what is Richie owe her? Does she owe him for, for what? For fucking him? What is, <laughs> oh, like that was a real pity I fuck I threw your way. You yeah. owe me. What, what is she talking about? This stuff I didn't even know you could do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's signing her. I mean, I guess, I guess just signing your friend because I guess friend? she yeah. did it. She says now just to be nice to Richie. Yeah, she said the only reason I signed her was because of you. Which right. isn't. Which is a great argument for letting her go. Right. Right, yeah. You got Like, me. if you don't even like her. Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it. But I think this thing that you owe me is supposed to be a callback to the flashbacks where she's like, I made you, Mac. Like, you wouldn't know anything without me. You wouldn't have the clothes without me, yeah. this and that. So, And Richie's cool like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he's upset and then turns his back on her, just like Mac, only there's no mirror this time yeah. to alert him to the sword being drawn. Well, and then Kristen is like, you're fucking sleeping with that bitch, aren't you? It's yeah. like, oh, God. And then Richie's like, oh. don't be stupid. He's like, you're stupid. Or what? Yeah. He's like, don't be, yeah. Oh, and don't then he's like, Mac was right about you. Yeah. And then and why he, he, impaled? he gets fucking impaled. So he gets stabbed. Brutally impaled. <laughs> so Richie's mode of escape is to throw <laughs> himself from a window. Is this the from same like the- dummy footage from um, The Hunters? Yes, it is. I wrote that yeah. down, too. It's, I think, what was his name? Peter, was it? Robert. Robert, Robert, yes, yeah. the, the Horton's uh, I'm son-in-law. Sorry, I just had too much to drink, <laughs> to yeah. drink and fell off the balcony. And then he was thrown from the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I laughed out loud. Oh, this, it's good. I just looked at my notes. This is one of the funniest Oh, it's amazing. Ever. Uh, I just looked at my notes. I haven't typed Horton in a while, so it's good to see that, hey, this looks like it's footage uh, from the Watchers with Hot Rod's <laughs> son-in-law. Good old Hot Rod's back. Are we sure this is just reused footage? I'm like 99% sure. I feel sure. like it is. Which is also yeah. great because that mean, meant they had to like backwards engineers like Richie's, Richie's outfit. outfit. Yeah. <laughs> to dress him in like that purple jacket so he'd That's match good. the dummy footage. Roll that beautiful dummy footage. So <laughs> Richie throws himself out of like a 10th story window to escape this blade. And he's back at Max at this point, right? Yes. And so he's like, it all happened the way he said it would, Mac. You're right. Blah, blah, blah. And so Mac is like, well, where's Maria? Like, that's who I'm concerned about. So Richie's like, I'm going to go to Maria's house. And then Mac gets his shit, and he's like, oh, I got to go to Kristen's house to take care of business. So him and Mythos head off, and Richie's off to save Maria. Richie's off to not do anything. Not do anything. To leave the episode. episode. <laughs> so, so then she's hanging out with Kristen. So, yeah, we're, we're now at Kristen's, Kristen's house. house. And she gives her some drug champagne. Mm-hmm. Which is dark, and she's gonna like drown her in the pool once she passes out. This was the other location that I had in my notes. I was like, this looks like it's from the Sandra Bernhardt episode. We'll see later. Maybe my memory is just combining them all in my head. Yeah. So Kristen's gonna like frame her into being like, oh, she had a drug problem and she just drank too much and did too many drugs and fell in the pool. Yep. And throws her in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Yeah. So while Mac confronts 
her about this. Mythos kind of sneaks around. I like that Mythos is just kind of lurking he's, in the darkness, like yeah. watching. It's good. And she's dropping all the same lines here of like, oh, I would never hurt her or whatever. Like, you don't think I'm a monster, do you? And mm-hmm. then Max starts getting flashbacks to the exact same time when she right. said that. I, that that was just irksome. It's like, yeah, we get it. We get it. We know she did it. We don't need to be convinced. Yeah, were we supposed to believe that Mac wouldn't accept that she was this way before now? I feel like he knew that. He did know. When she tries that line the first time, she's like, you know I'm not like that. And his retort is, no, I don't. <laughs> like, I right. don't know that you're not like that. It seems like he didn't feel convinced enough that he was going to kill her, but still thinks she did it. Right. was my read last time. Last time he had an instance like this, uh, he was, remember, roundhouse kicking that guy in defenses over and over again. That was amazing. (laughs) He'd be like, oh, it's cool. Let's shake. Kick to the face. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Too bad he didn't. So he seemed seemed to have enough confidence back then to uh, take care of business. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Oh, but it was a man. Uh, Mythos notices that Maria is floating in the pool. Mac and Mythos go to help out. They get her kind of revived, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yep. so then Mac runs after Kristen to fight. That's right. And then they end up For on a like a beach. Fight. Yeah, she takes off her like slinky negligee. <laughs> and she has clothes on underneath. But it's like a push up weird sports oh, yeah. bra oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she's barefoot, right? She's not wearing heels, is she? I don't think so. Like on a yeah. beach. Heels so on yeah. the beach, not a good fashion. Heels move. on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're gonna do it. They're gonna fucking fight. That's right. And they do. And they she do. loses the shit out of this fight. Well, first she wants to have sex with Mac again. Yeah. Like she tries pulling this trick, like, don't you think I'm beautiful or whatever? I used to be like she says, like, I used to be the most beautiful person in the country or like in, in her country continent. on the continent. <laughs> Crazy. Little vein. Uh Max like, yeah, sure. <laughs> She's like, prove it to yeah, me. Yeah, prove that I'm still like beautiful. I was, I was on that continent too. You saw my buns. Yeah. <laughs> Max not having it. They fight, he bests her, knocks her over, and he's just like, Stay away. Like he still can't do it. Yep. Like even yeah. though he knows what's going on, he knows that she's trying to kill Maria and like would have killed Richie. He's just like, No, I'll let this go. It's surprising. It, Let's just note he's killed other women, Nefertiri. Matt and, and he fucked her too. So like So has it just been Nefertiri? Is that the I only believe, woman he's killed? I believe so. I think so. Okay. But okay. He, he didn't seem to have that much compunction about it. No. Yeah. Despite having fucked her a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. So like Do you know what it's like to kill someone that you've made love to and held in your arms? Yeah. Because I do. I've done it a few times. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> but anyway, he can't do it. Nope. But Mythos sure as shit can. That's right. Pulling no punches. He just yeah. comes in and he's like, let's fight right now. He's like, pick, pick it, it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's dark. And Mythos. Mean, like just, lighting wise? I mean, like, yeah. Oh, it okay. is it's literally it's dark. dark. Yeah. This part was dark. Yeah. Mythos houses her. <laughs> He does. Like, very quickly. It's kind of pathetic. She's, like, crying and, like, standing up to fight him. This is a little... A little dark, I know. Yeah, it is is dark. She deserves it. But she's a little pathetic about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But Mythos has no qualms about doing this. Yeah, he's like, somebody's got it or whatever. Swipe. Yeah. I like that you don't, like, see the full quickening and, like, the quickening, like, flashes, like, Mm. past Duncan into the camera. Yeah. And then we cut to the Daniel Ma, which is Mm. cool. And Mac is just, like, looks at it. He's like, I can't watch this. Yep. But, like, he's also not going to stop it. (laughs) Yep. So, how's this episode wrap up? We're in the loft. With some Perrier product product placement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, some giant case of it. Some paint swatches. More swatches, baby. Swatch. Richie seems down in the dumps and 
isn't really contributing to Max painting questions. No. But he got a postcard from Maria. This is such a weird juxtaposition of what just happened. We cut back to like happy time paint swatches. Yeah, and this must be like much later too. Yeah. I mean, like I don't imagine Maria woke up from being almost murdered and then like Well, time to get on the plane. Time to get on a plane and send a postcard at the same time, blah blah blah. Like cause she's already in Martinique. Oh, it's beautiful there. Mm-hmm. So this whole conversation is happening like Minimum, I would say, like, four days after the death. But then Mythos shows up. With new beers. Yeah, got to bring those beers. Mythos is a drinking problem. I'm just kidding. Richie leaves. Richie's still, he, like, he went, down in the dumps. Yeah. He went Kramer's in. It's yeah. Exciting. Like, I was expecting, like, a laugh track. Yeah. Like, ah, ha, ha, there he is. <laughs> hey, guys. It's weird, though. He comes in, and then he says, hey, guys. And then, like, when he actually enters the room, he looks, like, confused to see Mac and Richie there. Huh. But he said, hey, guys. Yeah, interesting. I thought that was weird. <laughs> anyway. Very good. So Mythos and Mac kind of have a little bit more of a discussion. Like, Mythos is like, you know she would have just kept coming. One day she would have won. And he's like, you still wouldn't have done it, would you, Mac? And he's like, nope, that's just who I am or whatever. And so then... Nope. Near people. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we get this interesting uh, Mencius quote. Mind mm-hmm. of Mencius. Mind of Mencius, yeah. <laughs> I guess he was a student of Confucius, and the quote is, I just like death, but there are things I just like more than death. And so Mythos finishes the quote, and it is, therefore, there are occasions when I will not avoid danger. Death before dishonor. So this is Mac being like, yeah, I might die, but my honor is worth more than my life, essentially. This is just more nonsense. <laughs> this is just like, no, like, just like in the last episode where Mac's like, I have only killed people when mortal lives are in danger. It's like, false. <laughs> Not true. Like, this is another thing that, like, Mac is now taking out this position. Not true. Like, you will do these things. And, like, there's a confusing element to this whole thing. Because I'm legitimately unsure what the hang-up is. Is it that Mac used to, like, legitimately used to love this woman and can't bring himself to kill her? Or is it just because she's a woman? That seems to be, I think, the hang-up, which is a very strange position to take, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And is very inconsistent with what we've already seen. Yeah. I have, after this quote, I wrote, interesting, dot, 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 Mac is an idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. That he takes, that he still holds this position after all of that. Like, she just tried to murder someone. Two people. Two people. Yeah, and I can understand that, like, if it's just because you used to care about this person, so you really can't bring yourself to do it. Even right. though he axes his old friends willy-nilly all the time. Come yeah. here! Yeah. Patone, Sully, the list goes on and on. Like, he's, right. it's clearly not that much of an emotional attachment. It appears to be just because of her lady bits. I mean, as a feminist, I think you should be able to behead women just as much as... <laughs> it's real silly. And, Matt- and especially, Kyle, did you mention that, like, in the last episode, he said that I only kill when mortal lives are put in danger or whatever it is? Yeah. It's like, that's exactly what happened, so... Yeah, she literally poisoned somebody and drowned them, and they had to resuscitate her back to life, so... Your your example is met here, Mac. Her killings, make sense. her killings aren't even part of the game. No, she's just a killer. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, <laughs> she's a just a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. And you killed your fucking new girlfriend. <laughs> your, the painter, love of your life for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Your brushwork just turns me on. Yeah. <laughs> the stippling. Stippling. The stippling. Darkness 46. The stippling. The stippling is like the goosebumps on my <laughs> aroused skin. <laughs> I don't care for this. <laughs> uh, it's a big bag of no thanks. <laughs> so before we talk about this episode more, why don't we play a little game? Woo! Ooh. So we have an, a game that 
most of our fans will be familiar with. We have the return of WatcherTube. So I'm going to uh, read you uh, three clues about an episode. These clues were taken from YouTube. These are real YouTube comments about an episode of Highlander. Are you guys ready to play? Let's do it. This is the first clue for round one. The bad man is hot. Bad man is hot. Hmm. This is from Yvonne Knight. One year ago. Rite of passage. No. Reluctant heroes. No. But good guesses. The bad man is hot. hot. This, this tells us a lot about who Heats. Kyle and I thought <laughs> who was hot. Yeah. hot. You know, I was just like, who's the bad man? I was like, who's a prominently featured villain who they treat as being hot? They oh. treat Axel like he's the bee's knees in that. Oh, that's right. The oh, JCP. That's true. JCP model. Yeah. JCP. JCP. JCPVD. <laughs> <laughs> One would think that after 400 years, Duncan should know better than to park on the tracks at a switching yard. Oh, oh, uh, uh The Innocent. Yes. Damn it. I was thinking, I was like, Innocent Man? Yeah. So wait, the episode's called The Innocent? Yep. So there's an innocent man and uh, the, the innocent. innocent. Damn it. All right. Kyle gets a point. Yeah. Congratulations, Kyle. And let's see here. Wait, Boy. that bad guy was hot? I guess. <laughs> he was gross. He was a gross man. The bad man is hot. Ugh. <laughs> this is just... Maybe a, it was about Mikey. A random... A ra- yeah, it was about... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. This is a random comment that I found funny that I want to read. This what is, was the third one? This is too... The third one was, uh, I always liked Richie. Incidentally, I have bought a Highlander Katana replica, a copy of the one Duncan uses. Richie should have done Mikey a favor and took his head, oh. as Mikey couldn't defend himself. I like the weird aside that they bought a katana. But this one, this is the comment on the innocent. This was always one of my f- favorite episodes of all time. Even today, I still get heartsick when I watch it. The amount of compassion the actors poured in this one astounds me. This episode also solidified my love for Richie as a character and the respect I have for him as an actor. And Pruitt Taylor Vince did a brilliant job with this role. And this reply to this comment, Meyer, your favorite app? Ep- Up yours, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was all? It just said, up yours, jackass. Yep. Your favorite episode? Up yours, jackass. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? Why? Why, Why? the hostility? That's Yikes. so fucked up. It is fucked up. <laughs> up yours. Round two. Clue the first. I hate cheating, pussy, evil, immortals. <laughs> cheating, pussy, evil, immortals. Um, ooh. We do not endorse these comments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it pussy eating? Not, <laughs> not pussy eating. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I hate cheating, pussy, evil, immortal. Oh, I, I was honestly, I was thinking about oral sex in these episodes. <laughs> uh, testimony. Like, no, I don't know. Okay, round two. Great episode. Some very down to earth moments that made me wish this was more like the Truman Show. I could really sit and watch what? Duncan sleep all night like a complete and total creep. Ew. Oh God! This is fun. this is real creepy. So that's what they want to be part of. That it's the Truman Show. That it's just voyeuristic. I guess disgusting. They just get to watch AP sleep all the time. This is, in a way, a clue. Yeah, it is, and I'm trying to figure out. She. She. I'm just gonna guess for tomorrow we die, but no, it's not a good guess. Keith, you have any guesses? This one's going to be be it. Wrath of Cali? Nope. Clue the third. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. 
banging Amanda and a pregnant Anne would be nasty hot. Whoa! I'd want. I'd want. Whoa! 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'd want to piss on them too. Oh God! Holy shit! I know the episode, and I can't come up with the name at the moment. Uh... Keith, you know what episode this is? Yeah. Yep, I do. It is called Reunion. Yes. There it is. Good job. Disgusting. I would also like to piss on them. What the fuck? That's gross, right? That's just like a like a, a greatest hits of weird fetishes. This episode had a lot of uh, gross comments on the YouTube. Oh, page. really? Yeah, Shocker! It did. This is reprehensible. All right, it's tied right uh, now. What was the? Is there a bonus comment on that one? No, oh, no. We, that one was good enough. That we, one was a bonus in and of itself. We got them all. Round three. It's tied. So whoever gets this wins all the marbles. McCloud is ninja. <laughs> Wrath of Kali. No. Oh. McCloud is ninja. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This comment was left eight years ago. Uh, I'll say the... It's like we're immortals. Unholy Alliance part one. Nope. Clue two. Whoa, that immortal is Jigsaw's lawyer in Saw 4. There was an up- another episode called Reluctant Heroes, where the bad guy is the same actor Reluctant who played Heroes? William. Nope. The main test subject in Saw 6. He used to be Jigsaw's friend. Sorry, can Apparently. I hear that again? <laughs> well, the immortal is Jigsaw's lawyer in Saw 4. There was another episode called Reluctant Heroes, where the bad guy is the same actor who played William, the main subject in Saw 6. He used to be Jigsaw's friend. This isn't really a clue. All right, the samurai. No. Okay, because I was just—I was really hoping somebody was confused by the difference between samurais and ninjas. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, well, get ready, because this one's going to give it away. I rehabilitate dogs, and I kill people. Leader of Mac. Mac. Yep. Fuck. You got, got that. It. The Shit. dog general. <laughs> the dog general. <laughs> I rehabilitate dogs, and I kill people, comma, the dog general. <laughs> Whoa. That's, so they're admitting to killing people? Or? I guess. That's so Are they the dog call general? The FBI. <laughs> This comment was left three months ago. Yikes. So we have a serial killer at large. Large, yeah. Well, that's crazy. Keith. Hey! You won the game. The dog general. The dog general. What does he do that's ninja-like in that episode? Nothing. (laughs) He uh, has dogs in his back room? (laughs) I don't don't know. Oh, is it the flip? Uh, Oh. Flip. Ninja flip. Ninja flip. Who that ninja? Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go! Who that ninja? Is that a Tracy Jordan movie? <laughs> yes, it is. Fat bitch. She's <laughs> off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, congratulations, Keith. Thank you, sir. McLeod is ninja. Cloud good is ninja. pull on reunion. You won that race. Well, as soon as I heard, I want to piss on this, I was like, oh. I know the one I wanted to piss on, too. So <laughs> We got this. I know the one I wanted to piss on. Sounds like a Hallmark card. The one I wanted to piss on. <laughs> you were always the one I wanted right. to piss on. With sympathy. <laughs> With sympathy. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> and you open the card. Grandmothers and like, are special. P comes out. <laughs> so before we talk more about chivalry, why don't we read some Watcher Chronicles? So we've got the Watcher Chronicle for Kristen. Her known aliases are Kristen Gillespie. Kristen Gallette and Kristen Gilbert. 
She okay. loves those KG names. Yeah. She was born in 1387 in Cain, Normandy. Her first death was in 1426. She was killed by husband when she didn't produce an heir. Ooh. Whoa. Ooh. Dark. It's some Henry VIII shit. Oh, so I guess that's also, I guess, trying to feed into like her weird paranoia about like, you don't want me. Mm. Interesting. And of course, yeah, she can't have kids because she's immortal. That's right. Mm. Her first teacher was Grace Shandell. Hey, we know who that is. From Saving Grace. That's right. Oh, I love that. damn. She screwed up with that one. Yeah, <laughs> she did fuck that one up. <laughs> bad job. <laughs> we know who to blame. Original yeah. cultural affiliation is French. Her recent base of operations are Seacouver, Washington, and New York, New York. Ooh. Oh, and Los Angeles. I'm sorry, where? Vancouver, Washington. Wa- it says WA, whatever that means. It means Washington. But I don't know. Maybe it does. <laughs> yes, I mean it does. Because if it didn't, because wait, if it didn't mean Washington, are you conceiving of a world in which the post office came up with a a different postal code for Washington and then gave WA to Seacouver, which also has a WA state name? If it's in America, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No confirmation yet. Maybe it <laughs> meant Wawa, and it's just a typo. <laughs> Uh, her occupation is proprietor of the Kristen Agency. Mm. There we go. So let's read her chronicle. Wait, hang on. Is she going to say this bitch got what she deserved at some point? <laughs> no. Is that going to be in this? I hope they so. often are like that. I think it will. Yeah. I had received word through the area supervisor's office that Kristen and her young immortal lover, Richie Ryan, were to rendezvous at Ryan's apartment. And I went on ahead so that I might be hidden when they arrived. Wow, That's an odd turn of phrase. <laughs> also, that like she was really tracking this. The watcher was really tracking this like hours after it happened. I like guess. I got word from somebody that they're gonna go bang at Richie's apartment. They yeah. just met. Guess I'll head over. I, I, I better right. go film it. Yeah, very <laughs> gross. Hours later, Ryan arrived alone. Realizing something had gone amiss, I returned to Kristen's estate. The lights were on, but there was no one at home. I searched the premises and found nothing. The next morning, oh, I figured this out. Uh, the lights were on, but there was no one at home. I searched the premises and found nothing. The next morning, in the light, I performed a more thorough search and found on the nearby beach sand fused into glass, evidence of a quickening. Neighbors remarked on a freak lightning storm along the, watcher, uh, along the water the previous night. I suspect that either Ryan or Kristen's former lo- lover, Duncan McLeod, who has threatened her in a jealous rage just recently, claimed Kristen's head and the quickening. Holy shit. Also, I like that the Watcher assumes that Duncan was jealous. Yeah, look but, at that. But anyone tracking what what's going on here? Uh, is, the, is it Adam Pearson? Exactly. She got a call that she needs to go to Richie Ryan's place t- to see Kristen and Richie's. Yeah. But it's so that... Mythos. Hey, it's, that's a good bit of writing for the Watcher Chronicles. Wow. That's very subtle. Interesting. Yeah. AP. Is this going to come into play later? No. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think but I think it's just that, like, Mythos is always, like, we'll keep track of Mythos's kills, and I bet he'll always throw people off the trail. Mm. This is good. I also like the, uh, the, the glass on the beach. That's kind of yeah, cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, you know what's not cool? <laughs> the rating on this episode? Most of this episode yeah. is not cool. <laughs> let's talk about it do yeah, you think just, chivalry is cool <laughs> one no two don't like this episode it's tell uh, us why so it's got some highlights but it's a majority low what are the highlights highlights Nip are sucks? everything mythos does <laughs> low yeah. lights are literally everything else a hundred percent of the rest of this episode like i actually did kind of and i kind of enjoyed the opening teaser but it, like it's this is another one of those episodes with tonal problems where 
there's like this initial setup that's like super lighthearted and then it just gets dark like it just disappears into a vortex of human misery like in <laughs> this the middle is of this really dark yeah. yeah it transforms and it's jarring and they're inappropriate to be in the same episodes that's point one two does anyone find this villain compelling no. really is there anything interesting about her well i think or- i feel like it's lazy it's like a lazy woman character it's just like oh this, the crazy woman yeah it's like this cr- yeah crazy ex-girlfriend trope. yeah yeah which is like, like oh, dude she's crazy like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i mean in this case she is really crazy right but no this is not this is not interesting this episode shot pretty well mm-hmm. like a lot of that's yeah. good like the the fight scenes are pretty strong the stuff with mythos like that 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 entire dojo scene with Mythos is really, really terrific. Good. Yeah. And Mythos has like a lot of great one liners in this. But outside of that, like everything involving Richie doesn't work. Like I'm not buying into the struggle between Mac and Richie. So half of the conflict is driven by the fact that Mac seems incapable of telling a full story. Does he just get bored? You just right. get distracted and go, like, well, maybe I won't tell her about this. Like the most crucial element yep. to this relationship. Is it because he still likes her that he won't tell the whole truth? See, but I don't think he does like her. I don't, Do you I think? don't People don't, sometimes treat him like he still does, but I don't know why he would. I never got any clue from like AP's performance that he like still had feelings for her, I don't think. Yeah, same. And, you know, the moral question that they set up, the problem is, is it's already inconsistent with what's come before it. It's already a false choice that they've set up in the confines of this episode, which just makes it fall flat. There are a few good zingers, and I fundamentally like the conflict of this tension between survival and your sense of honor. That's great. That is high quality. But the example that they have chosen is bullshit. The example that they've chosen is, like, silly and kind of outdated and kind of sexist, and that's the the source of the whole thing. Like you bring up, he killed Nefertiri, Nefertiri for less Nefertiri has more of an excuse to be shown mercy, to my mind. She's on a vengeance quest and killed someone who is innocent. But like, she woke up from fucking ancient Egypt. (laughs) Yeah, like, what's her excuse? Kristen knowingly has murdered or attempted to murder three people, four people. She stabbed Richie. She tried to kill Mac. She killed the painter. She tried to kill Maria. Right. She's undoubtedly killed other people. But so she has like a fucking streak going. Yeah, she's on a spree. <laughs> yeah, and Mac hit and quit both of those young ladies. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, Nefertiri is like the perfect argument against this episode's plot. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't it make sense. Is. But like, I, I the line, you know, you live and die by a sense of honor that was popular when you were a kid. That's great. That's good stuff. But like, it just doesn't. This just doesn't work. Right. I kind of thought it would have been interesting. I feel like a big theme of the episode was like, you got to learn stuff on your own. At least that's Mythos's take on it. And it seems to be the way things keep playing out. Like, Mac is always like, I warned you. And Richie's still got to make his mistakes. Like, that's just how it goes. And I kind of wish that maybe Richie got to take out Kristen in the end. And it was like, look, he did make the same mistake. But then he had he he, he handles it different. It. But he handles it differently. Like he learned like something. Like you didn't get you didn't teach him that. He kind of came to that on his own, which is a good thing. He improved off of what you did, right? I feel like that's something there. Mm. I don't know. Also, I hate that Richie's just out of the episode at the end. Yeah, it's like go he's save the center of the action. Yeah, go save Maria. Okay, and then he's just gone because it's yeah. like that's a really weird choice. Yeah, to have him just disappear. Yeah, not even emotionally participate in the climax of the episode. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, there could have been a big switch at the end, like, 
Mythos kept warning Mac, like, she's going to keep coming for you, and then you're going to slip up, and she's going to win. Like, I mean, what if Mac really saw Mythos, like, almost get killed? Like, yeah, like, Mac was able to best her and walk away, but then, like, when Mythos tried to take her on, he slipped up, and she almost got, you know, she almost killed Mythos, and it's because Mac didn't take care of shit, and maybe Mythos could... I don't know, run away or something, but I don't know how that works without Mac interfering with the fight. But, like, to add some stakes to, like, this is a consequence, Mac, of your inaction. Because it seems like it doesn't affect him still. Like, Maria fucking face down in a pool wasn't enough for Mac to, like, get his shit together. Right. Yeah, and then Mythos just has to step in and do it. There's one rule. It's what we do. There can be only one. Except for no. You know, Mythos has him dead to rights that, like, seemingly would have killed this person if it was a man. I don't know why he doesn't do it. I think part of the problem is Mac's sense of morals are so fungible episode to episode that it's like it's a little hard to even nail it down really i don't know it's a miss <laughs> it's a swing and a miss yeah costumes are nice yes how about those costumes oh those costumes are, are nice and nice. Ma- there's some like there is a little additional comedy with like the tug job and like max <laughs> tug job and max like weird foppish outfits and yeah. stuff like that but it's just like it can't decide what world it's living in Mm. one third double eagle two thirds the void (laughs) i was gonna say so the costumes come from actually the oscar-winning movie restoration which won best costumes in 1995 starring robert downey jr sam neill and david thulis oh david thulis that's right Mm. star of harry potter doctor uh prisoner of azkaban but that's not what, what I'm, I'm going to do. do. <laughs> Sam Neill jokes. What's uh, the David Thulis movie I'm thinking of? Dr. Uh... Dragonheart. Dragonheart. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Agonheart. <laughs> That's a book. God damn it. With Zhivago? A... No. It's, t- it's a terrible movie. Do with the little? animal, with the people. Dr. Doolittle? Doctor... No, no, no. With the other animals. There are two Dr. Animal movies? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Island of Dr. Moreau? Dr. Moreau, that's oh, it. David Thulis. Who's he in that? Is he one of the he's animal He's like the main people? character. No, he's not one of the animal people. Huh. I forget the name of the uh, the main character that's oh. like shipwrecked there or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Hey, guys. Two legs good, four legs bad. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Napoleon. We're going to rate this fucker. No, yeah. no spill blood. Let's do it. Um, all right. Kyle, how many clear rubber raincoats did you give this episode? I will give this two and a half. <laughs> two and a half rubber raincoats it's just you know and that's generous but the opening scene i think is really fun and well shot and you get this fuck 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 clarinet uh and then i do really appreciate what mythos brings to this episode like peter wigfield kills it there are actually some pretty intense emotional exchanges and fight scenes that push it over, but there's just something broken at the heart of this entire enterprise that just doesn't work. And uh, yeah, that's my two cents. Eamon, how many cod pieces would you give this episode? I think I'm going to give this two cod pieces. It's a clunker, baby, to zero. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, it's not a it's zero. It's a two and it's, it's a zero. zero. <laughs> <laughs> They're worse, but I So just, what's below that? A negative four? So yep. negative four is a zero. Mm-hmm. I just, two is a zero. <laughs> I didn't like the villain that much. Like, I didn't like the character. I didn't like the writing. It's inconsistent. I don't like that Richie disappears. I don't care about his, like, model friend. Well, I couldn't even remember her name for the entire episode. Maria. Maria. Maria Azapard. (laughs) Maria Akbar. It's a trap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That's what he should have said to her when she was going for that wine. That's right. That champagne. Yeah. I don't know. Two. Two, all right. Two. Very good. And well, it does have that, that hand job. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, and Keith, how many protein stains would you give this episode? <laughs> you just mentioned the hand job. I did not have sexual relations with that McLeod. <laughs> I will give this a, a two. It's a. Uh, how yeah. did I end up with the highest score? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm giving it a two. It's a. Uh, it's just this flat. Like uh, it's a, it's a villain that, like we said, it's just like a crazy person. It's not like they don't present an interesting worldview or the dilemma is that it's it's all about Max Code of Honor whether he's supposed to act or not. It's not that like one worldview against another worldview creates conflict the way it did in Wrath of Kali, which is I think more interesting because not necessarily either character is wrong. I mean, well, in that he goes off the rails, but. <laughs> Uh, they both present just conflicting worldviews, and they have to sort it out through the episode. Hey, that's the makings of conflict, baby. Yeah. Mm. Uh, where this is they just, she's a crazy bee. Um, yeah, sort it out. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, this this feels like a, it's almost season one-ish, I think, like with Richie getting just like wrapped up into like a weird other plot. Oh, that Richie. What kind of trouble we get into today? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a well-made episode, unlike some like season one episodes. I do like, think it's well-made. I think we're... Uh, I and think... even the script is like, okay. I mean, I just kind of am just a uh, big shrug on the story. Like, this is just, I think, a kind of lousy story but like i don't think the dialogue's necessarily poor although maybe it is a little so, like so degrass degrassy eye or whatever dialogue it's better than some season one stuff though d- i'll yeah. still say like oh, good yeah. yeah yeah but again like the show the show is operating at a higher level than this episode is so this like is really just sticks out as being like eh, forget it yeah i will say though it's real skip it i think some of the production quality in this is higher than we're giving it credit for like, I think some of those transitions, like, those transitions are legitimately unique even for this show and work really well. Sure. And that, that could, sword fight is awesome. With Mythos, you mean? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. A, and the kata is And the way beautiful. They, they pop between those, two, the flashback and that. Even costumes dumb flashback, are great. But. That's good. Yeah. Costumes are awesome. There's yeah. a lot of good, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's okay, but it's just, like, the story is not really uh, important to the overall mythology or really, I think, our understanding of the characters. Other than just another, what like... fuses are understanding? Yeah, exactly. Other than yeah. just Except a notch for, for McLeod being like, what's up with him? Except for Mythos. Right. Mythos, I think there is legitimate character building. You yeah, learn totally. a lot about Mythos through this. Yeah, and his worldview about... Like, again, kind of continuing this, like, I only care about myself. Uh, but that's, like, as Mac points out, like, that's not really true. Right. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't be here sticking his neck out for Mac if... Right. He didn't think that that was real. But he also knows that, like, these worldviews just, like, they don't work. Like, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's a silly, like, he's seen so much, I think, that, like, he's not going to buy into this kind of notion of chivalry. I've outgrown all that sort of stuff. Good times. Yeah, good times. Good two times. Good <laughs> Number two, two. An average rating of two. 2.25, I think. Milady. Milady. So, guys, write us in and tell us what your notion of chivalry is. <laughs> it's less than 2.25. It would be like a 2.125. Sorry. I'm sorry, Kyle. <laughs> anyway. Glad we fixed that. Great. Glad we've had that correction. Maths. Anyway, tell us what you thought of this episode and write us at HighlanderRewatched at gmail.com and we will maybe read one of your emails on an upcoming mini or bonus episode where we talk about all these episodes in detail again or whatever. Again, more. Yeah. And write in, let us know. What was the spot that Richie, that was tingling that Richie didn't even know he had? My, yeah, I want to know my, what that spot is because I... I'll, I'll tingle mine. Yeah, my guess is I'll tingle mine. My, my theory, it's taint. <laughs> I think it's uh, your face is on that. I think it's his philtrum. Is what? What's his a philtrum? Philtrum. You, you know philtrum? No, I don't. That's why I'm like, huh? The philtrum is this. Oh, between your lips. It's the little groove between the 
bottom of your nose and the top of your lips. Huh. That indentation. Well, I'm going to smang it. <laughs> smang, smang it, it girl. Smang that philtrum. <laughs> you go, girl. I'm going to smang it, girl. You go, girl. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, make sure to rate us on iTunes and share us with your friends. Five stars. Five stars. Five. Join us next week when we were going to be covering Season 4, Episode 11, Timeless. Time after time. I will be waiting. All right. I've been one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. Milady. That's Amen. That's Amen. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Roll that beautiful dummy footage. Rest in peace, Duke, the Baked Beans dog. That dog died? Yeah, that dog died. I'm sorry to hear about that. <laughs> that yeah, dog died. That's very sad. That dog died. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing at the dead dog? I don't know. It's funny. It's a celebrity Just dog. Just saying, that dog died. <laughs> <laughs> that, dog died. <laughs> that dog died, babe. So we cut back to the dojo. It's Miller. <laughs> <laughs> that dog, that died, dog babe. died, babe. <laughs> Cha-cha.